0: We just wanted to say a massive thank you to our podcast sponsor, Kevin Murphy, distributed by Ozdare, and thank them for being the most amazing brand partner for Salon Rising. This brand is truly incredible and we are so excited to work alongside you.
1: Hey lovers, welcome back to the Inner Sanctum, a new year and a new podcast. This one was a bit of a reflective episode for us. We were looking at how we were feeling coming into the end of 2023, even though you're hearing it for the first time this year, that's where we were at. And in a couple of weeks, we'll see where everyone's sitting now. So I hope you enjoy, settle in and thanks for listening. Honestly, guys, I just have to start this podcast by saying siblings
0: that work together together can sometimes be challenging. Ben, I'm going to kill him this morning.
1: Yeah, it's an interesting dynamic.
0: But we're not killing anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Salon Rising podcast where Richard dies. No, (laughs) I take that back. He's just driving me mental this morning. She's just joking. See, things aren't always rosy. No. Um, guys. Siblings. Yeah. I'm like, you're poking the bear this morning. It's She's a situation. Being poked. Anyway. We are in the salon today, for all those at home are listening, and it is an absolute mess because it is getting repainted. Yes. We are freshening up. I just – we've been in this space now for like two and a half years, which has gone oh so Oh, my fast. gosh. That's wild. Yeah, two and a half years. And the salon still looks incredible. Like it is worn so well for yeah. how like luxury we did. So all the choices that we made. for So for people that are ever thinking about building a new salon or going into a new salon, I think it's really important that you think about, you know, what you're using because everything in here has just worn so well. So going more expensive so that you know that it lasts. Because yeah. um, in our last salon we were just constantly over like doing it all the time. But in this salon it's lasted so well. Um, But we just had my house painted, and it it looks so fresh. So it's amazing what a coat of paint does, right? Like fresh, it's like ready to go on the market, but it just looks so fresh and clean, and just like the whole house looks different just from being painted. So I was like, you know what, the salon needs that. Like, there's color on walls, and yeah. So we've got the painter here today, and he's freshening up the salon. So I'm very excited to see. So
1: we're sitting in like this nice little space, and down the other end is chaos at the moment.
0: It's chaos, yeah. (laughs) Everyone's trying to be uber quiet because we're podcasting.
1: Yeah, which is fine. So this is this is going to air at the beginning of the year. But what we're going to be talking about today is the takeaways from
0: 2023. Oh, oh, Jesus, yeah. I didn't even know that. Probably needed to be prepped on that one. But that's okay. We're just going to roll with the punches. We are going to roll with the punches. So what we're going to look at is some of our biggest
1: takeaways from 2023. Yep. What we're leaving behind. Yep. And what we're taking forward with us.
0: Yeah, okay. Oh. Yeah, it's been a big year. It's been a big year. Yeah. Um, 2023 has been a ride. And not like
1: a cruisy, like I'm on a
0: road trip with my friends, ride. It's like a roller
1: coaster. Shit's flying at your face. Like one of those old ones that's wooden that like shakes a lot. You go yeah, yeah.
0: You know, for anyone that's playing along on the Gold Coast, Dreamworld, the old, yes, like where you're like, I'm pretty sure at any point this is going to like, yeah, come off. Not Dreamworld, the last ride we did survive this year. Yeah. But it has been an absolute ride. Yeah, hasn't yep. it ever? Yep. Okay, so? So um, 2023 for me, obviously I'm still only in the salon like one to one and a half days a week. So I'm only in salon for on clients one day a week. Yep. And then I'm in salon on Tuesdays now. I actually work salon rising from the salon. So there would be no better time to have an office in here. Yeah. It would be so good, but alas, I just didn't have that last little bit of space. But I am in here doing clients as well, so I can I use the back room or I go across the to the cafe. But I actually just love being with my team. So yep. um it's really nice to be here in between just in case anything happens and if not I just sit and work, which is really nice. So one of the things I'll be taking forward ...is definitely that. I'm going to stay with kind of what I'm working. Yep. Um, I really feel like 2023 has been the year that I have found um, a really good work-life balance. I've had to and personally I've had to and um, it's really... ...I'm really focused on my kids and what they need and I, I am really excited about teaching others how to get this because, you know, we see constantly everyone is yes really struggles between having a business and having kids. So for me I found like I found this really beautiful flow and I'm very excited to teach that to others. I learned a lot in my business this year. Yeah. Um, and I've implemented a lot that has changed my business in a really, really good way. Some takeaways from that? Yeah. Um, You guys know, Tegan left um, and she was my manager and has been my manager for a long time and she's a very close girlfriend of mine and she's been in my business for seven years. And I was very lucky because she told me six months. um, I got six months notice. So we advertised quite soon and decided to advertise for a senior and then work out what happens from there. So rather than going, okay, let's hire a manager... We hired a senior with the intention of going, we'll see what this senior is like. We really looked within our own team, but none of our own team wanted to take on that responsibility. Like the team that we have is all like so happy with what they do. And for me, it was really finding someone new that I could shape as well to what I need now. To
1: what you need the role to be, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: So I love that I really was able to step into my leadership and not feel fear around that decision and really jump and be excited about something new and being able to do that rather than going because everyone's like, are you dying? And I'm like, no, we're good. Like I know how to run my salon and, you know, I miss my friend so much and I miss her in here and the joy and stuff like that, but not in the way that it's made me struggle, you know, because, you know, I think so often we put the fear behind it and then we're in 100%. this fear space rather than being like oh, it's fine. So with that move, um, and obviously, and also one of my other seniors cut down a day. I was really, um, I really f- honed in on what do we need to make, what can be made, what does it look like? Because I feel, and once I really got my head around it, and zoned in, and created what I created for Salon Rising, which Jen knows of, um, which goes out to my. Um, finance group and anyone I'm working with one-on-one, it's able to – I created like a whole spreadsheet which is able to break down wages, super, hours, what their target should be, what their target can be with everybody that's in salon. so you can work out – it works out for you exactly what you're capable of making with your team. So it's been a game changer for me because when I did that, I realised I didn't need anyone else. We just needed to work how we were yeah. working,
1: and you're not reacting to situations, no, and basing your decisions off fear,
0: yeah, or yep. going, do we need someone else? So my wages, um, because of what, like because of the movement we've had since last year. My wages are like four grand less this year at Christmas time. And yes, our capabilities are lower to what we can make, but during the quieter times, we're still achieving yeah. and it's just way less in wages. So I think I was definitely too hop, top heavy in wages. Like I was too high and the percent was too high. So now, yeah. actually looking at it, it's really been able to, for me, I feel like the salon's growing in a really nice way. No one, and I'm making smart choices rather than. Uh, ...making choices based off like, oh, do I need that? But that's also been a massive step for Salon Rising... ...because I use this a lot with the clients that I have... ...and I'm able to implement that in their businesses... ...so they can see whether it's... ...they've got the right amount of staff... ...or whether they don't have enough or whether, you know... ...and even for me, looking at the year for them... ...so my private clients, I've got a private client... ...that I'm working with at the moment that works you know, 40, 50 hours a week and she wants to move back to like 20. And we're able to see with everyone that she's got in. So how does that work? Where does that fit? How does it – can she do it? And she can totally do it. So that's been really exciting. And also it's allowed us not to be gappy, you know, before the week starts. You know, we're able to estimate what our week makes and kind of go from there. So it's kind of been a really – Nice, easy kind of transition. So I love that that's been a big growth point for me because anything that I kind of learn and do in Lassarella obviously gets implemented in Salon Rising and then anything I'm extra learning in Salon Rising gets implemented in Lassarella. So that has been something that's been massive. I also had – my team changed a lot this year in not necessarily people leaving but I had four apprentices – So when you have four apprentices to seniors, you've got to have a bigger clientele and the clientele has to go across both because you've got four apprentices. Whereas now I have one apprentice and my two other apprentices became seniors and an apprentice left. So I actually only have one apprentice at the moment. So it's something that I'll be looking into in the new getting another apprentice. But that's an adjustment because then it goes from – lots of people between with the seniors and with the apprentices to everyone kind of needing to have one or two of their own clients and the girls having to handle that. Yeah. So yep. it's just that kind of constant adjustment, I guess, to be able to make sure that the salon is working with whatever's like whoever that those people are that is still supportive. So we've got our manager as well. Yeah. Who jumps in and helps the girls. But, yeah, it's been also an adjustment in that. But watching my apprentices flourish into seniors has been the coolest. So, I – you know, this is going to be aired next year, but I have just had our Christmas party. So, literally it finished yesterday. And my Christmas party is ridiculous. It's just like this year is even more amazing. And I said one of my favourite things about the year that's just been is – watching my two apprentices become seniors and become seniors together because funny enough and I like I'm not sounding dodgy when I say this but my first apprentice left and opened her own salon my second apprentice did the same thing Um, my third apprentice um, now doesn't work for me she is not hairdressing anymore very still all good friends of mine especially like the last one is Erin, who still comes and has yeah. her hair done here. And she's not hairdressing anymore at all. But by the time she finished her apprenticeship, she'd cut right down anyway. And then cut down, cut down, yeah. and cut down she... to senior. Yeah. So these are my first actually two apprentices to in this whole time. To, to come the fully fl- fledged yeah. on the floor and be on the floor and be full time seniors. And they're just flourishing. Like they're just seniors. Like it's just – so for me it's been so rewarding. I think as a boss you always feel like have I done enough with training yeah. apprentices? Yeah. And I always judge myself to be like I don't know if I've done enough. And they're absolutely flying. So that's been really, really nice for me to watch um, and to be able to see their journey. Yeah. You know, coming on the floor and becoming apprentices. So that's been really cool. I'm keeping that. I am definitely leaving behind and it's something that I have worked on in the last quarter of this year of the need to have everything done and implemented straight away. Yeah. Um, and knowing that other things are more important at that time potentially than them. Um, I used to be a massive list person and it doesn't actually work for me. You know, I feel constantly overwhelmed with the list. I have a list now and I have it on my phone but I'm – not sitting down in my office once a week and doing the list. Yeah, Because that feels overwhelming to me. And, you know, this might be something that everybody else loves. Like they – the way that I work is different. And I guess for me that's what I'm leaving behind, the fact that I don't need to work the way other people work. Yeah, you have to find how you are optimised. How I'm optimised. So for me it's not at night time. By the time I get to night I am completely and utterly depleted – it is at night time for me it's like bed asleep by 8.30 and I'm reading my book and things like that and I've got the kids down like getting to do – I used to work at night all the time and I just realised that actually depleted me and made me overstimulated and yeah. too much. So for me I'm leaving that all behind. I'm leaving the have-tos behind. I have to do this. I'll get to it when I need to do it rather than the have-tos because everything gets done. Um, there is just more important things that need to be done at the time. So for me now I work in ways that it's like I've got half an hour, I've got an hour, go through my emails, what's the most important thing, go through my notes, what's the most important thing and and checking things off like that rather than feeling overwhelmed at all times to get everything done. And I guess for me it's also asking for help. So I said that to you um, a couple of weeks ago when we were together, I'm trying to create a new treatment menu at the moment. Yes. And I said to you, I'm not doing it and you were like why and I was like I'm really overwhelmed by it because I'm not a wordsmith and I don't know how to set it out and I don't know what I need it to look like and I don't know what's meant to go into it and I'm like and even now I'm like I'm stressed and you're like I'll do it so really learning how to allocate and be okay that everyone has their job yeah so really kind of sitting into like I'm definitely leaving the behind that I need to do everything it's my responsibility and I'm okay with allocating because other people are more amazing at things than I am and they will do a better job and and it takes the pressure off me being able to kind of allocate that stuff out really helps yeah um I'm also leaving behind a lot more social media yeah okay personally so I don't have Facebook anymore I've only got Facebook Messenger I have Instagrams across all the businesses but I'm trying to be really conscious on the When I'm on there. So I am definitely going to leave behind getting off my phone more. Yep. um, Because I want to be really conscious with that. Nice. I like that. There's some of them. I'll keep thinking. Yeah. Jen? Yes. What are you keeping? What are you getting rid of? Um, I went very businessy there but I'm not going personal so. (laughs) That's fine.
1: Um, I am definitely leaving behind the um, ignoring issues.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> Having you're like going to have the hard conversations.
1: Um, not so much the hard conversations, as in the. I re- I genuinely look back now, and think that leaving a um, issue that almost left me with permanent organ damage before I did something about it was probably one of the most profoundly dumb things I've ever done so I am definitely leaving behind the not actually looking after myself yes. thing anymore I <laughs> love that. that's not a good idea not a good idea it's really
0: really not a good idea yeah so and we can say that into a like i am also leaving that behind yeah personally we can say that till we're blue in the face and people right now are going oh yeah but i feel like the beginning of a new year is, is a perfect time such to actually a do time it time to go do i like we think you know i said I will never come off the floor I will never come off the floor (laughs) yes you did my clients will never live without me I have to be in the salon full-time guys I'm off the floor majority of the time and I could pull off that last day if I wanted to I just don't because I love doing hair but I could pull off that last day and my salon would be absolutely fine yeah like I could lead my team and my salon would be absolutely fine for years I did not think that but and you did not say
1: like you said that all the time. All the time, I can't do I it. It won't work without me. It do- I couldn't. No, it yeah. definitely
0: works without me. Yeah. And I look. I don't know if I would have done it and just stayed at home. Yeah. Like again, different strokes for different folks. But that's not my stroke. Like I would be bored. So salon rising is something that I can sink my teeth into. Yeah. While still nurturing my team but I think Salon Rising helps me be a better leader for my team because I'm implementing new things and and helping them strive at all times. But I think the new year is such a good time to go reevaluate how you want your business to be and I think yes. that's something that I'm keeping massively. And something that I've really learned in 2023 is how do I make my business fit into my life, not my life revolve around my business. About, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So it now fits and it fits beautifully and there's still moments where a lot's going on and it feels, you know, overwhelming and stuff like that and you've got, you're dealing with issues but, you know, for me it was more so, hey, yeah, how do I make this business, these businesses fit in my life because the anxiety just doesn't feel there any like feel like it's there anymore. Yeah, because things are still going to happen. Like- yeah.
1: It's still life. You're still living. It's unrealistic to think that there's just this, you know, plateau that we cruise along. Like that's just not the way it is. Yeah. But yeah, it's having more capacity to deal with when things go up and
0: down. Agreed. Agreed. What are you keeping?
1: I... Definitely grew bigger balls this year. Yeah. And I've had much tougher conversations with people and I've just sort of said my opinion on things. that's not something I've done in the past. Yeah. I said to one of our girlfriends the other day, it's like, you remember Jen who just used to let things go and not say anything? Nah, I don't know her. <laughs> 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 because I just think that's a really important skill that's taken me well over 40 years to hone. Yeah. That I'm keeping. Love. ...and taking forward with me for sure. Yes, Jen. Yeah, so that's a big one. Um, And then a lot of the things like you said... ...and things were all over the place... Like schedule wise for me, mostly because of the fact that my back was such a mess. So I couldn't do clients for a whole day. I couldn't sit at my desk doing salon rising stuff for a whole day. So everything sort of had to be like three hours here, four hours there, two hours there, one hour, you know, and it was just all over the place. Whereas now that that's going, I'm really looking forward to keeping a more... ...concise schedule. Yeah, amazing. It's like these are the days I do this yeah. for this many hours... ...because yeah. I physically can now. Which yeah. was the problem that was... ...and I, I kept saying before, oh no, it's fine. Like it's fine. Like I like, you know, it's a good mix up. I don't really like it. I prefer to be like, this is what I do this day. Yeah. This is what I do this day. Yeah. You know, this day I can do clients like you do on your days on the floor and yes. be back and you know yes. and this day I can be completely immersed and focused in that and I'm not like
0: jumping from yeah. one to the other it's way better agreed yeah I am definitely keeping the my early mornings and my early oh bedtimes. yeah they're good hey so I have always 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 been a night owl
1: this is another thing that you're always like no I know. I can't change it.
0: I, yeah, so if anyone's out there right now going, well, I can't do that, I have done a lot this year (laughs) that I did not think I could do. And that was a big one for me. I always wanted to be a morning person but I never put in the – Effort to be a morning person. This is something actually I'm really proud of my sister about too because she has also wanted to do that but sleeps she sleeps quite badly. She's got quite bad insomnia so she's always getting up late whereas she's trying to train her body in that now too because I've yes. I've done it. She's trying to do the same which is really cool. Um, but I've always wanted to be a morning person. But when those people are like, I'm getting up at 4.30, I'm like that's the middle of the night. Like, I still believe that
1: 4.30 is the middle of
0: the night. No, guess what time I got up this morning? 4.45. 4:40. I yeah. woke up
1: at 4:40, and I was like, 5 a.m. is morning for me." I woke up at 4:40. Prior, f- prior to five is no.
0: 4:40. Like, who am I? <laughs> when I had my makeup done the other day at 4:45,
1: I did. I was see up that. at 20 past four.
0: So, I've always been a night owl. I've always gone to bed about 11, 10, 11, you know, ish. Yeah. And I've always wanted to sleep till like seven. Like that's my ultimate. Not anymore. Or seven or eight. Or I could sleep till 10 if I let myself. Like, but not anymore. I've completely flipped that. I've had the need to flip it, but it's been so nice for me. You know, I got up this morning at like when I had my makeup done the other day, it was at 4.45 and she left. And I cooked breakfast and I ate breakfast and I had coffee. So by the time the kids came downstairs, I was just ready. Like yeah. I was just ready. So this morning I woke up. I It was a big weekend, Christmas party weekend. I hosted all weekend so I was tired. But I woke up and I was like, okay, I'm awake. Like, you know, we you and I have been speaking to a coach that will be on this year um, all around mindset and things like that. Yeah. So she um, – I actually had her come in with my team yesterday and we did some mindfulness stuff and she spoke about the importance of not snoozing. She's like you're better to get up immediately and not snooze and have try and have a little bit of a 30-minute, 20-minute nap through the day than what you are to snooze because the snooze puts you back into a full sleep and then you've got to jog yourself yeah. out of it again. So this morning I just woke up and I was tired but I just got up, got up, washed my face did my makeup, did my hair. Like I also am leaving behind, I think, the fact that I, I, when you get up and get yourself ready, it's you feel so good for the day. Agreed. Like and I look like a homeless person 90% of the time.
1: (laughs) You don't. I look like
0: a homeless person 90% of the time and I never do my hair and I hardly ever do my makeup. But when my makeup and hair was done the other day, I felt so nice. So I was like, nah, I'm leaving that behind and I'm going to get up and actually like... I've got eyeshadow on. Did you tell? I did tell. I don't yeah. think I've ever had i I've ever put on. I noticed on before. when you arrived. Thank you. Next time say excellent eyeshadow, Samara. I will appreciate no, it.
1: No, do you know what I actually I was like? Please tell
0: me she's washed her face since she had <laughs> <laughs> the other day. See, uh, I went full <laughs> makeup this morning and I used my air wrap. I just I'm wanted so to- I'm so glad you're using your air wrap. I would love for you to use the things that you buy. I know my eight hundred dollar <laughs> air wrap that I've yeah. used like once. Um, I'm using it and I love it. Thanks. Um, and I just want to like, you know, I got up and I did my makeup and then I laid actually back in bed and read my book. Like I got oh, cut, clutch nice. up to my book in. So before the kids woke up. Don't get me wrong. I did not know what episode we were doing today. And my intention was to speak about how much my kids were assholes this morning <laughs> and how much I yelled. You could still do that. And it was horrific. And it made me go, all right. Because we've spoken about before what I do. Yeah, yeah. And I have stopped implementing the chart. It stopped It stopped just because I was like, I haven't thought about it. I did get on Timu this morning and order like special ones that were like $3 because Timu's life. I don't know what we did without Timu. You just like go across like that. So it just like ticks it. So rather than having one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will be doing a chart. So (laughs) we got in the car. My nanny arrived. I was like, I just was sitting on the couch with a coffee. And she was like, don't you have to leave soon? And I'm like, I'm done. I'm I'm done. Sadie's like cartwheeling around the lounge room. Alabama's sitting in the garage. I was in my car and I was just like, I've been up since 4.45. Everything's done except these rats. Like (laughs) just this morning, (laughs) as as calm as I I was like, Sadie, I'm going to count to three, darling. And if you haven't gone upstairs, you lose your iPad for a day. Just so everyone knows Sadie's not getting her iPad back for 27 years (laughs) because she gave – I counted to three 27 years times worth. Like she just didn't want it this morning. Anyway, Alabama was like, I can't find my bag, I can't find my bag, can't find – and my my nanny was like, well, look at it. And I was like, I don't know where she can't find a bag. And my nanny looks at her and goes, wait, did you hide it? And Alabama like smiled and put her head down and I was like, you are a rat. She doesn't want to take her school bag to school anymore. She wants a cool bag. Oh, really? Which I had bought her for Christmas but she's not getting it early.
1: Yeah, no.
0: So, yeah, they were just rats. And by the time I got in the car I was just so defeated. And I had been up for seven hours by this point. <laughs> and I was like, right, tomorrow morning you guys will do your chart. I'm not going to speak to you. And if you don't do your chart... You don't have any iPad or any TV or any snacks or any dessert or you will just live in a cupboard. like.
1: <laughs> and you have a perfect cupboard for that I too. Have a, just you will saying.
0: Come home, you'll sit in the Harry Potter cupboard underneath my house. It's such a cool cupboard. And you cupboard. will twiddle your thumbs. And they were like, literally the minute I got in the car they were like, sorry mum. And I was like, <laughs> you think? You think? Like I was like that's not how I want to start my mornings. What is wrong with you? And they got out and I was like, never again. But also I love you very much. It's the end of
1: the year, though. Uh, I we had a week like that last week. (laughs) Just one night, I was like, "Oh, we've got the trifecta tonight. One's angry, one's upset, and one is sick. Wicked, yeah. (laughs) Oh my god,
0: can we just crawl to the finish line? guys? it's so true. Like this, you know. But we're not talking about this because we're at the new year now.
1: Yeah. Well, this is true. So Christmas was a
0: bitch, and we all got there.
1: We got there. (laughs) We're going to
0: get there. (laughs) We're amping ourselves
1: up. We got there. Ausdair is showing the love to Salon Rising listeners with some incredible offers. Whether you're part of the Kevin Murphy family already or you've been thinking about partnering with Ausdair to join the Kevin Murphy crew, these limited-time offers are for you. Head to ausdair.com forward slash Salon Rising and find out how Kevin Murphy and Ausdair can help your business rise.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to be... Uh, I'm very structured anyway. I feel like there was a time
1: where this would have all happened and it would have been like, fuck this. Whereas now it's like, okay, we just regroup. Yeah. We get back to our chart. Yeah. We just move on with life. Yeah. And we just start... Fr- you know what I mean? Yeah, like true. it's not that...
0: Yeah. Very true. So I will be doing that. I will be... One thing I'm going to keep doing is I have been in a very big gratitude vortex. Nice. Yeah. That's a good vortex to be stuck in. Yeah, every night before I go to sleep, I go, like I say, everything I'm grateful for as I fall asleep. Yep. And that's been really nice. Um, I do prayers with the kids at night. They say what they're grateful for. So that's been really nice. Like just to be really consistent with stuff like that as well. Like not just consistent in the day-to-day stuff but like how consistent are we in – Teaching our kids gratitude,
1: and, and ju- like that. it's just the little things, and I think that's the important thing as well. So you have you have a night where you don't do it. That's okay. Yes, just do it. Just tomorrow. Just do it tomorrow. Not yes. be like, oh well, yeah, I didn't do it, so now we just don't
0: do it. What's something you're increasing for this year that you're doing, but you're going to do more of?
1: I am cre- increasing putting myself out there a little bit more. Mm,
0: yeah, I like that.
1: Yeah, so that's definitely, yeah. Yeah. Coming into the new year.
0: Yep, Just look out, guys. Look out, Jen's... More of this space. Crushing it. Yeah. You did your first story and I was inspired by it. Yeah, I know. I and was you like, didn't even ask me to. I just did it. I was like, that was a really good sc- story. And then I planned to like keep going on it for you. Like not for you, but with you. And I got busy. That's so fine. I'm glad you did it because I was like, I feel inspired after watching this. What am I going to do? Yeah. I don't want to be burnt out. I like this. <laughs> So, I love that. More yeah. for me this year will be uh, giving myself more time. Yeah. you know, So important. Really taking care of myself and letting myself stop. I don't know how to stop and I notice that a lot. Yeah. I'm really bad at stopping. I but would really like you to change that language to I am working on learning how to stop. I am <laughs> working on learning how to stop. The other day we were meant to do filming and I said to Rich, what time do you start tomorrow? And he was like... We're not doing anything tomorrow. And I was like, what? Yes, we are. He said, nah, cancelled it. And I was like, "Um, does that mean I get a day to myself? And he was like, yeah. So I took the kids to school, came home, laid in my bed till midday, had a two-hour nap.
1: Wow. Read my
0: book. Then I spoke to my friend on the phone while I made a beef stew and then I picked the kids up. It was a far too short a day but it was just like I need that in my schedule every now. Like just note this, Richard and Jen. I want surprise days off where I think I'm working. And then you go, surprise, you're not. Yeah, so uh,
1: this is a story I have to tell. So <laughs> the reason that we didn't work that day yeah. is because it was my kids' um, end of year assemblies, right? Oh, yeah. And so I get an email that my youngest w- – so I this year that's now gone, that we're in the new year, I had one kid in um, primary school, one high school, and so they're ...assemblies are at different times. Yeah. So my entire Monday was taken up by these assemblies. So I was only going to one. And then on the Sunday night I get this email. It's like, we're so sorry um, for the late notice. Um, you know, Jacob's getting an award tomorrow. We'd love for you to be there. We've been trying to give it to him for a while. It was one that was supposed to be at this... ...but you guys weren't there. Da, da, da. And, it, you know, it would be great if you could be there. So I was like, okay... So move everything I've got in the morning. Yep, we're doing this, we're doing this, we're going. You know, he comes out. It's like, oh, dude, can you go and change uniforms into your formal uniform? I don't need to. It doesn't matter. I'm like, if you were going to go on the stage, would it matter? He's like, wait, (laughs) am I going to go on the stage? So he goes and gets changed. So, so far we've moved everything. Yeah. We've told this kid to go and get changed. Yeah. We go up, so his was the first one. His was from nine until eleven, and then the next one was from like eleven thirty until one. Yeah. So I go up, and then his mates get—they're all getting out. You know, they're like, oh, Mrs. Beavers, you know, oh, it's so exciting to see. Oh my gosh, you must be getting an award if you're here. Da, yeah. da. you know. Anyway, we sit through the entire assembly. Oh my god, no! And it gets the award that I know is the award that was meant because they. ...physically say, oh, and we've been trying to give this one for a while... ...but unfortunately the student was absent and it was his friend... ...who has the same name, first name as him, who got this award. So not only have I lost four hours of work... ...because it's the 45 minutes to get up there and be in there on time... ...I have, you know, lost... ...but I have absolutely gutted the hopes and dreams of... My teenage son, who has been really, really disengaged this year, who like that's what we're leaving behind—disengaged teenagers. 2024.
0: That's not happening. So, if anyone can see my face right now, it's just like yeah, my jaw's on the ground. Oh, it was a cracker, Jen. So
1: now, but let's let's revisit, right? Okay, old go. Jen. All right. Go. Old Jen. Would have just let it go. Would have let it go. Yeah, new Jen. <laughs> <laughs> new Jen did not let it go. Negative Jen. If anyone's kids listening, so muffle them. Fuck shit up. <laughs> <laughs> so not only did I in person go and tell this woman who is the head of the high school what had happened. But then I wrote an email. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. I wish we could read Jake's email to everybody. I know. That's
1: such a good email. And I actually referenced part of that email. Like, and so...
0: In this, we need to tell that we need to tell that story in a minute. In Everyone will laugh this, before we finish
1: up. This um, email, I was really, really careful and gracious, <laughs> and suitably made people feel because it's really important to understand the impact that you've had when you make a mistake. And this is important. You can make mistakes, yeah, but you need to understand the mistake you've made so that you can learn from it. And those are some of the words that were in the email. Excellent. And it basically just ended with, um, you know. It was my expectation that because my teenage son has made a lot of mistakes so I'm quite well versed yeah. in the protocol that's required when reparations are happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like I'm going to be needing a in-person apology, yep. a written apology yes. and then an email to me about steps that have been taken <gasps> to prevent these things from happening again so that no other family ever has to feel like that. Yes. And yeah, it was really... Jen mummed to the school. <laughs> so I was like, oh, and wow. And how did it go? It went really well. Okay, good. And so I had to see them all at an event on the Friday night and the principal of the school. So the this was the head of the high school. So there's head of high school, head of primary school. Yeah. And then there's the principal. So they she's the top of the triangle, if you will. Came over and said that she was really grateful for the feedback that I had given. <laughs>
0: She's really rep- and how grateful to get reprimanded by mum.
1: She's like, I, I think you handled it really well. So. Yeah, good. So, bingo. But oh. I did reference some of his, you know... Okay, like so
0: we probably can't go into it too much. So, Jen's... We can't because, I I
1: can't read it. It's on my phone, which we're recording on.
0: <laughs> Jen's, I feel like, though, it's... Jen's a writer, obviously. She's so brilliant, so creative. And her kids are exactly the same. She does not take enough credit for it. <laughs> and... Jacob got in trouble one day for, can we say what he got in trouble for? I think so. I think everyone would laugh.
1: Yeah. So I get this email. I, it's a, <laughs> I get this email and it was like a Friday afternoon. I was at your house when it came and it just says, you know, dear mum and dad. I'm like, oh, no, this isn't going to be good. I regret to inform you.
0: <laughs> this is legitimately the language that's used.
1: ...that I am in trouble. <laughs> the situation is that his said friend, whose name I can't say... ...and I were in a classroom, uh, unsupervised and we found some Play-Doh. <laughs>
0: They're two boys. We all know what they made with said Play-Doh. Yeah.
1: And they said, yeah, so we all know what they made, right? So it was this this long. Modelling clay, two boys. We know what they made. We would also all make probably the same thing. Also, it wasn't just two boys. There were five of them but only two of them got caught. (laughs) (laughs) And I said to my son in the car this morning, because it's like, mate, it's always you that gets caught. He's like, yeah, I know. It's like we've got forty-eight hours left of school. <laughs> Just please don't do any dumb shit in the next forty-eight hours. It's like, okay, Mum, I'll have a chat with the boys and tell them, <laughs> them that you said that. So yeah, I would like no more. Disengage. So
0: then no. So <laughs> then Keep going. Try and reiterate the email because it's frigging hysterical. Okay, so
1: then he said the situation is this has happened. Uh, They've left the room and then they're like, we never meant for anyone to see. It was just a joke between my friends and I. But unfortunately. It was never.
0: uh, as if anyone's not catching on, it was a body part, clearly. One body part that belongs on a male. Well, it was the three body parts. The main one
1: and the two accessory (laughs) body parts.
0: It wasn't a dick pic. It was a dick sculpture.
1: Yeah. Apparently quite lifelike. There were veins.
0: So (laughs) they
1: said that it was not meant to make anybody uncomfortable. But they left the room and whilst they were gone, a teacher came in and what they found in his words made them very uncomfortable. (laughs) So... They had returned to the classroom to try and uh, dispose of the evidence. They got caught. They had to do community service around the school and write letters to their parents. And oh, the, my favourite was the hefty talk. Yeah. We've had a hefty talk. And um, at the end he's like, I just want you to know that this issue has been dealt with. <laughs> And we all hope to move on from this swiftly. Your son. Your son. <laughs> Just in case you thought it was someone else's son writing you this email. Your son. Yeah. It was honestly
0: Like I have never laughed so much.
1: Yeah, everyone
0: was laughing. Was, you guys thought it was hilarious. It was I was the, so angry. It was <laughs> the, why? It was, I was like, you can't even be mad at this, Jen. This is such a well-written, <laughs> hilarious email that I can't wait to read out. It is 21st. <laughs> yeah. Love that kid. That got off topic but it was a good time so I hope you've all enjoyed that. Yes. Um, but yes, you're leaving behind oh, yeah. unengaged it, teenagers. It's been a – yeah, we've
1: had a year of – ...kid stuff, home stuff, as you know, you have to... ...and we'll go into that at another time but...
0: ...I also think I'm going to go forward with all of the self-help. Yeah. All of the people that can do all of the things that can help. Like so even for me I started using a coach that helps me make... this going to sound so dumb to anyone. I have such decision fatigue, two businesses, three kids. I've got such decision fatigue that I have a coach that helps me through Salon Rising now to help me make decisions to make my life fuller. Like so yes. things like she helps me with recipes, with exercise, with things like that, like a wellness coach almost. But she just helps me make some decisions of food and stuff like that so that it keeps me on track. It's like an accountability. I think
1: that's so important too. I think this is what you know our people who are going to do rising 2024 which will be happening yes like that's what it's about right like anything you can do when you it is your responsibility to make so many decisions for so many people yeah anything you can do that's going to make that easier
0: yes do it yes agreed take it all the self-help things yeah for my kids as well like i'm really working on their well-being of what i can do to make their lives better and fuller and richer and how can i eat, get their eating better how can i get their exercise better how can i make sure their sleep is stronger how can i make sure that you know their mental health is strong how you yeah. know all of the things that i'm trying to put in place to really make sure that i'm honing in on those areas of my life because at the end of the day raising my children is the most important, important. job 100%. out of all my jobs it's the most important job and nothing comes before that so those things i think are really important to me of being like Yeah, those, you know, all those. I think that that keys
1: into the help thing, right? Yes. I think that keys into who is someone that can help me with this. What is something that can help me with this? And being okay to get it.
0: Yes, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. So those people that you know, and they inspire you and keep you accountable. Yes, you know, hundred percent. Working with coaches in different ways to inspire you and keep you accountable to where you want to be, and in different ways because. I think working on my discipline is something that I want to be really strong with Um, in 2024. I want to hold on a lot more is the discipline of things. You know, like I can be kid at birthday party when it comes to food. And if I've started my morning like that, my rest of my day goes like that. I'm not very good at like getting back on track. On track. Like I just think, oh, well, it's fuck now. But
1: But that's a skill that you've learned in other areas of your life. So you're definitely going to be able to transfer that across. Yeah.
0: Like, even this morning, like, yep, I could go back to sleep, but the discipline is like, no, get up, you'll enjoy it much more. And yeah. I'm much happier when I do it. So, just trying to be really disciplined in areas of where my boundaries sit. Yep. And if I'm going to step them, you know, it's, I'm very good now at implementing boundaries for other people, but it's like, how well can I make sure I keep to my own boundaries? Yeah. So that I can keep myself safe, you know, because. You know, I'm good at pushing that. Like am I going to overstep my boundary and not get up? Am I going to overstep my boundary and eat muffins and chips as I put them in my kids' lunch boxes so I don't feel optimal? And it's not about yeah, like okay. weight and what I look like and stuff like that. But it's like is this giving me my ultimate for the day? Am yeah. I doing the things that I need for the day? Am I – or am I going against that? So, Yeah. I think there are some of the things. I think I've nailed some things and other things I think I can look go Everything's of. a work in progress. Yeah. Everything is a work in progress. Yeah, and I'm sure 2024 is going to come with its own ride. <laughs> but I'm definitely, I'm very much learning how to be independent in a different way um, than I ever had before. So, you know, it's just, it, it, it's also just being kind. I think we need to be kinder to ourselves. Yes, because absolutely, you know, I think, I think that's the biggest lesson I learned this year. Yeah. And one more thing that I've learned right at the end of the year, like literally in the last couple of weeks, is how much I love my parents. Oh, and like that's beautiful. How much I want to like my parents are in their seventies, mid seventies, early to mid seventies, and if I said mid, and my mum heard, she'd shoot me in the head. <laughs> Early years, mum and, you know, the fear of not having – you just get so used to being like my parents will always be here. Yeah. And my parents have become – I have become closer to both my mum and dad more than I ever have in my whole life and I'm so grateful for them and I just think – I just feel like I've finally seen them – As everything that they did for us instead of, you know, like we've done so much more spiritual work on the shit your parents do to you for your lessons. that I think that keeps you almost sometimes at a bit of a handoff of being like, but they're also just human. Yeah. Um, And going through what I've gone through in 2023 has really allowed me to really appreciate my parents and realise that I'm not always going to have them. So, like, what are the things I can do to love them and cherish them right now so that I look back and go, I... I've I c- always had my parents. I
1: think that's I think that's a really profound lesson to learn, especially given the circumstances that we went through this year. Yeah. And I can honestly say hand on heart that we did all that yeah. for my father-in-law yeah. and therefore it's do you get a lot of peace from yeah. that, right? You know. Yeah. And I, I think that yeah. was
0: even a re- like being at that funeral for me was a massive wake up call.
1: And it was, I think, in so many aspects, like it was a wake up call in the sense that it was a wake up call for my parents who were obviously the same age yeah. and making big changes in their their lives. But it was also a big wake up call because, and I'm not just saying this because <laughs> I organized it, but I think that that was one of the biggest celebrations of life, yeah, and a life well oh, lived. Like that's that what I, I mean have ever by been to.
0: it was a wake up call for me. It was. For me, the whole time I was sitting there, it was like, what would I be saying at my... Yeah. If this was my parents? And at that point, were there people in my life that I was spending time with that I couldn't say that at theirs? Yeah, okay. Funny enough. Yeah. And was I putting more into that relationship than what I was putting into my parents? So it's kind of dropped that for me and picked up my parents because at the end of the day, like... My children are so you know, my sister and I had that conversation the other day that if, you know, tiffs like I hope our parents are around for a lot longer yet because our kids having to try and support our kids through losing one of my parents right now is one of them would hardest be horrific. Yeah. Because my, my kids just like yours are so close to my parents and my mum and my dad are their favorite people. Like nanny, yeah. there's no one like my mother for my kids, apart from maybe my sister. <laughs> like ...their nanny is, like, their whole world. And my dad is the same, like, especially with Wild. And I just think, you know... I just want to foster that as much as I can. My dad really wants to go to Europe and I'm like seriously considering whether I would be able to do that and take the kids for a period of time because I'm not always going to have him and I refuse to not make the memories now. Um, So a lot of – for me right now is being conscious on how I can create more memories for my family. My little one they have just with the kids and my extended family and my friend group of how can I live life – ...coming into the new year in so much richness and peace... ...that it's just all about building these beautiful memories. Yes. In all aspects.
1: 100%. Yeah. I totally agree. That's why Jacob's off... ...that's why he finishes school in 48 hours... ...because he is taking the trip that um, mum and dad had booked... ...that they were supposed to leave on two days after dad had a stroke. Oh, So wow. he's taking that trip with Nana
0: oh, to Tasmania. Oh. They leave
1: on Wednesday because obviously at the time it got rescheduled. Oh, that's so, it's, so and nice. And that's that thing. It's like you need to you need to have this time. You need yeah. to have these memories. They're really, really important.
0: Oh, I think and I don't think I ever really... um, ...it ever really sat, hit home to me because I never had grandparents really. Yeah. Like yeah. my parents, um, my mum's parents... We're in the UK and my dad's my dad's parents were quite old by the time I came along and I didn't know them for a long period of time. So for me now seeing my pa- my kids with their grandparents and how much yeah. my, my mom and my dad and my stepdad have to do with my kids, it's just so – like every day. Like my dad is living with me. So every day my parents are with my kids and they are with them and raising them. But the cool thing about that too is I'm almost teaching my parents – different ways to parent yeah and how i wanted to be parented and being conscious on how i'm parenting as well while we're doing it and i get to say to them like you get to just be the grandparent do whatever you want like just enjoy them just love them just enjoy them so yeah that's i'm really gonna hone in on that for 2024 is you know family and friendships and you know really focusing on every day the richness of every day and not waiting for you know, a holiday, and not waiting for,
1: and it doesn't have to be the big things either. No, it's I all think that it's all those little things. Yeah, like it's all those little things. You know, like the steak in the morning yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Like those are the little Agreed. moments that are. It's great to have the big things too. Agreed, but it will be the little things. Agreed. That you will remember.
0: Agreed. And I just there's a movie that I, if you guys haven't seen.
1: Oh, my God, I know this movie.
0: I It's called About Time and it okay. has Rachel McAdams in it. And it is one of the most beautiful, brilliant movies that I've ever watched. I would highly recommend I've watched it 50 billion yeah, times because it's like... Every time I watch it, I get so much joy out of it. But it's about a guy who finds out he can travel through time, which sounds weird but it's not. Margot Robbie's in it as well. Sounds like it would be a dumb movie but it's hilarious and it's so good. Um, and then pretty much the end of it, it's all about the fact that, you know, it show- he lives a day and lives it with his normal stresses and all the bad stuff that comes with the day. And then he goes back and lives that day again with removing all the anxiety and stress that could have happened because he knows it's not going to come. And actually, just live, lived it in full joy. And it's just, and then he said, you know, that the whole purpose of life is to get to the point where you just live each day in that. Yeah. You know, and every time I need that reminder, it brings it back. So, like in the mornings, you know, how can you bring joy? How can you not be fighting your way through life to get, how can you not crawl to the weekend or not crawl to your holiday? How can you add bits of joy in every day? So, I was saying this to one of my staff members yesterday. It's, You know, sometimes we're exhausted by not doing enough of the good things. Yeah. We're not exhausted because we're working too much or we're not – like we're exhausted by the fact that we're not filling our cup with the good things. Yeah. So you can do all of what you're still doing. Like people say to me, how do you do what you do? Like because I get it. I'm busy. I've got three kids and two businesses but I fill my cup a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why because I'm not exhausted by life. Because I'm heavily in love with my life. I love that. That's the takeaway, gang. 2024, be in love with your life. Be in love with your life. And if you're not, do things that make you in love with your life. Sometimes, and uh, you know, I can say this fully, you've got to jump into the most uncomfortable place that you never thought you would be. Yeah. And... Because you have to push yourself to love your life. And if you don't love your life, you have to make changes. Yes. You know, if you are unhappy or miserable, change in all areas. Do the jump. It's fucking horrible. But, you know. But it's worth it. But it's worth it. Because you have to love your life every day. And the energy in how you feel is the most important thing.
1: 100%. Yep. Bingo. I think that's it. I think
0: Let's that's it. Let's wrap it up.
1: Let's wrap it up. Thanks so much, guys was lovely catching up with everybody i know
0: i hope this year is magical it's so weird saying that considering that we're recording this at the end of this year ready yeah. for you for next year but please swing us a note if there's anything that you want to see in twenty twenty four. we're girl. gonna have to get used to saying that that's
1: so hard <laughs> 2024
0: 2024
1: people. all right guys goodbye S- bye Ausdair is showing the love to Salon Rising listeners with some incredible offers. Head to ausdair.com forward slash Salon Rising and find out how Kevin Murphy and Ausdair can help your business rise.